Hi, it's Dr. Craig here. This is a special episode. It's an audio of a webinar that I recently did. I hope you enjoy it. It's a focus on stress and anxiety. And as always, if you need to discuss this further, please just contact me. Hi, it's Dr. Craig Duncan, and I hope you're all well. Thanks for viewing the other, other day. Uh, and hi to all my friends at SNAP. This is a recording of actually that presentation that I did. And as I said, during the recording, if there's any questions or anything like that that you've thought of over the last few days, please just contact me at any time. We know it's a, an interesting time. It's a difficult time for many people. It is, we know that, uh, but it's about working through that. And if I can help, please just ask. So I'm gonna go into the presentation that many of you saw, but now you're going to have it recorded for you. So always I talk about and focus on maximizing human performance. That's my, my area uh, that I'm very interested in, but also it's what I'm trained to do. So uh, I've spent most of my time in this, in this environment, particularly in sport where I started and where I studied sports science initially and then studied psychology post that to really give myself a holistic uh, view of human performance and then devise strategies to maximize human performance of, of people, organizations and uh, teams as such. So that's what I'm really into. Um, I've worked extensively in sport the last 20, 25 years in professional sport all around the world. So I've been very fortunate and I've had an extremely fortunate life. And with that has come some significant success, winning the Asian Cup with the uh, Australian national team, <clears throat> uh, the making the Olympics and the quarterfinal Olympics and the World Cup with the Matildas, semi-final of the Asian Cup with the Iran national team and the Asian Champions League with the Western Sydney Wanderers. But I've also worked in rugby league, winning the New South Wales State of Origin series uh, with the New South Wales State of Origin team and winning the series a few times. So we've been very, very lucky with what we, what we do. But uh, probably for the last eight or nine years, I've started to work much more with, with everyone because I thought, well, sport is just a small, small part of the community. And I want to use the systems and the strategy that we developed there to maximize the performance of these athletes at that high end of performance with everyone and everyone at every stage in their life has to perform at something and that's why i really became passionate about just everyone and that's where i might be able to help you today i developed this philosophy self-science and it's the study of you by you and what that means is you know you better than I know you or any expert knows you. But what happens too much is that we're told all the time what to do, how to do it, but not always is it going to work for us. If I take exercise for a good example, most of us know that exercise is valuable for us and I'll talk about it later in this presentation, but how many of us have started an exercise program and we stopped? Well, my belief is one of the reasons if we did stop and why we stop is because the program wasn't right for you. 
and even maybe why the person was telling you what to do in this program, you were thinking, I don't know if that's going to work for me. You know, after New Year, we always start thinking we've got all this motivation to make changes. And then we start with this big program, exercise program, and then after a few months, it's sort of stopped. Has anyone ever been in that situation? And it mightn't be exercise, it might be any aspect of your life. And what I'm about is helping you to understand you, for you to work on that, okay, so you can make key decisions. It's not that you don't use other people to help you that are ex have expertise in that area, but what it means is it becomes a collaboration rather than a, someone just dictating to you what happens. So that's the overarching philosophy that I, I work from. And it's what I want you to think of while I'm going through this, because all the things that I say today might not be specifically right for you, but with a few little tweaks, it might really uh, start to help you. Look, at this time, there is no doubt anxiety and stress is high. Wow, we've never seen anything like COVID-19 and it's just gripped our entire world uh, very, very hard. And many of us are in difficult situations. All of us, I think, have been impacted, impacted by it. And I know I have. And with that, stress and anxiety has really risen. And we don't know what's going to happen. Still at this stage, I, I think we're probably three, four weeks into this. We don't know when it's going to stop. So how do we work with that stress and anxiety? Well, first, let's have a look at what actually happens. The I will say stress and anxiety, it really is not going to help anything. In actual fact, it's really the enemy of our immune system, which is a real problem because we need that to be strong. And also it's not going to help us to get out of these difficult sort of situations, whatever that might be. And we're all in that at the moment. You might be uh, schooling from home for your children. You might be in a in a uh, in a work situation where it's difficult uh you might be the boss and that's also difficult whatever it is we've we've got issues going on now stress and anxiety is probably at a higher level so what actually happens we go through this alarm stage and this is where the stressor is identified and the body produces adrenaline and then we get this fight or flight response now what i'm going to say i'm mainly focusing on covid 19 today but this is everyday life we get this stress, it could be work stress. The body produces adrenaline and then we get in this fight or flight response. Now think back to the olden days, the very ancient days, what would happen is a stressor was identified and that could have been a, a lion or a tiger out in the fields. The body produces adrenaline and we know we're not gonna fight that uh, tiger, we're going to flight, so we're going to run. So we're in a constant state of looking for these these difficulties that might happen. We don't want to be in that if we're always in this fight or flight response, producing adrenaline and what we call cortisol, which is another hormone, the stress hormone. Then it's very difficult for us to relax, and it's not very good for our health. Now, what actually happens is we cope with the stress. Uh, we adapt the environment, the strains and the demands so we can cope with it all. But the body offers this resistance, but we can't keep up forever. We've got limited resources and then they gradually get depleted. And then look what happens. We get to this exhaustion. And I know I felt like that. And I know many of you 
maybe feel like that right at the moment. All our resources are depleted. We're unable to maintain our normal function. We're exhausted. There could be potentially long-term damage and there's just functional deterioration. We don't want to get here. We want to manage things up here and manage things with our resistance. And hopefully I can give you some strategies to work through that today. This is a, a little funny one because at the moment and always in life, it seems stress is really, really popular. It's that uh, six letter word that just has become part of our language. I have so much stress. All right, and we look at that from a day or night perspective and then it just goes round and it's a, and it's a problem. We can't get off that stress cycle. So, yeah, I think the statistics are enormous in workplace stress, how big it is and how much it impacts on our life. And we've got to just take a step back and think, okay, how can we sort of manage that? These are the effects of stress and you might have experienced these recently. And you can see these. One of the big ones is sleep problems. It's hard to sleep when you're stressed, but if you don't sleep, you become more stressed and you get more anxiety. Restlessness, chest pain, fatigue, muscle tension, headache, overeating, drug or alcohol use, lack of motivation, disease, social withdrawal, irritability, anger, all of it. So you can see, and I'm sure some of you might have experienced these problems, and you know what? It's okay, because I've experienced all of them, okay? And it's about working through that as best as we possibly can. And like I said previously, stress is the enemy of our immune system, and we need to stay healthy and strong during this period of time. A lot of it's got to do with perception, and what I talk about is control. What can you control and what can't you control? Obviously, we can't control COVID-19. We can't control when it's going to go away. We can't control when a vaccine's going to come or whatever it is. So what can we control in respect to this? Well, we can control how we look at the media. Really, what do we need to do? We need to be socially uh, distant when we're around people and we need to self-isolate. That's the information. If we do that, that's the best we can do. It's not going to help us reading the latest news all the time and the rising stats and all that sort of stuff and getting bogged down in the uh, copious amounts of COVID-19 stories. Not going to help one bit. You might focus on the World Health Organization guidelines, but mainly it's our government guidelines. Do as the government says and we'll get out of this. But it's like in every day. Focus on what you can control and what we can't. Humans love to think we control so much more. And it's when we go into those areas that it's a big problem for us, okay? And we lack that control and we're just not going to get anywhere. It will cause stress and anxiety. So think what can you control and what you can't. You can control your routines, your exercise, your sleep, uh, what you eat, how you see the world. So what I really focus on is on living in day-by-day -day compartments. Get through this day rather than worrying about what's in the future because I can't control that. All right? So if you think about it, if you're thinking about things that you can't control, stress and anxiety goes up. It's going to stop you. It's going to turn off the part of the brain that we really need to work now to be creative and to come up with some sort of solutions. So think about that. And perception is so important. 
I actually go by the idea that there's no real good or bad. It just is, and it's how I see it. Because in actual fact, in my life, many things that I would have perceived as bad were actually the best things that happened to me. So it's about seeing what the lessons are. And even in this, there might be some wonderful lessons that you can see to create different types of business or different areas and looking at hmm, sort of other ways of getting uh, or finding a solution. So what can we do to help? Here's some real uh, straight away some solutions, some relaxation techniques, positive self-talk. And what I talk about is take five to survive. Let's go into this breathing. Look, I, I use an Apple watch. It's got a breathe app on it. I just click the breathe app. Some of you might have, might have one of these. And for one minute, I just take deep breaths. And do you know what? It slows me down, gets me centered. And if I'm really good, I can do it for two or three minutes. But if I do that multiple times during the day, it's really good. And actually with my watch, it goes on when my heart rate starts to go up a little bit more, reminds me, mm, take a second, do some breathing. Meditation. I'm not a great meditator, but I do know there is so much research to say how powerful it is for us. It has many shapes and sizes and how you do it. It might be for a few minutes. It might be for five minutes. Some people can do it for half an hour, but what we do know, it's very important. Some people do it sitting still, staring at something, meditative music. I, at my best, do it while I'm walking in nature. And I actually call that moving meditation to get into a flow, to clear my mind. All it's about is getting you centered and relaxed. Muscle relaxation is another one. Taking a few minutes to lie, lie still, tighten up your toes, screw, you know, really screw them up tight and then let them relax. Do it with your calves and then let them relax. Your quads, your top of your leg, really tighten it and then let it relax and go through your whole body a couple of times and that will even help you. Because what we're trying to do is just slow us down. All right, positive self-talk. Focus on what you can control. Think about what you're actually saying. Are you saying, I'm so stressed before you even think about it? All right, a lot of the time it's the language that we're using that sort of makes us go down that negative type track. Uh, look, I, I'm blessed to be an optimist. I'm not saying you need to be an optimist, but what I am saying is negative self-talk you know, we're never going to get out of this. This is the worst thing that ever happened, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, is not going to help us. This is really not the end of the world. For many in, a, in Australia, I know I'm very lucky. I haven't seen that many difficult times. But people that have been, come from overseas or have had parents from overseas, they will tell you about these difficult times. And interesting enough, my parents seem to cope with this quite well because they lived through the second world war and rationing and depression and you know the depressions of of that era etc so they they'd been there before so it's about being resilient and so think about what you're actually saying to yourself on a daily basis and just try and make it make a change even there's there's a couple of things you know that i've tried like no complain days or can you go five days with no complaint any of that sort of stuff is, is beneficial. Take five to survive. This is time out for you. 
five minutes, your choice, do anything. Your time. Could be sitting in one spot. It could be reading something interesting. Turn your mind off. Get your phone away. Nothing like that. Five-minute walk, whatever it is, and do this even maybe a few times each day. This will even be beneficial for you. Look, there's one thing about this. People say to me, when's this going to return to normal? Look, there's no, I don't believe there's no real normal and there's definitely going to be a new normal. And it's a nice quote here below. No person ever steps in the same river twice for it's not the same river and it's not the same person. Now that quote is from hundreds upon hundreds of years ago. And that's the same for us right now. Don't think about when it's going to return to normal because it's not going to be normal. It's going to be different and we're different. And that is okay. If everything always stayed the same, I don't know how good that would be. We'd still, we wouldn't have technology. Things wouldn't have changed. We might be still going around in horse and cart. So think about that. This is going to be a new normal. Think about how exciting that might be and what you could do in that new normal. But don't start thinking and getting caught up with it. When is this going to get back to normal? Routine. A lot of us are working from home now or changed how, how we're actually structuring our day. It's imperative we've got a routine. And what that means is first identifying when are you going to wake up in the morning? 7, 8 a.m. Try and stick to those times early. Work back nine hours and that's what time you should be in bed. We'd really need eight or nine hours sleep. So I want to be in bed by 10 at 10 p.m., winding down so I'm asleep and I'm getting a really good eight or nine hours sleep. Waking up, a good morning routine. How do you start your day? I know what, what I do. First thing I do is always make the bed. I know it's important for me. I've been doing it for the last few years because it's success straight away. I then actually do a few stretches, uh, a little bit of basic exercise just to get me going, brush my teeth, and then go out and start writing in my journal. I think journaling is really important at this time and I really very much encourage that. Then I have a shower, get changed and then start work. I think that's important. Put on your clothes, change your clothes so you're actually uh, doing some work. I then will roster in when I'm going to do my exercise when I'm going to eat, what time I'm going to eat and have that structured, and then what I'm going to do in the evening. Routine will save you at this time. If you let the routine go out, there'll be big problems and getting the morning started right will really, really help you. I always, this is a model we developed that goes hand in hand with self-science. And we call it the Affirm model. And <clears throat> I use it with everything that I do. And the first stage is analyze. So say if you've got an issue right now, let's sit down, write it down. What is the issue? And let's get all the information we can get. Okay, be very clear with this. Analyze, audit the situation, get all the information in front of you. Then you formulate a plan, all right? So then you forecast the outcomes of that plan and we implement it. See what happens right now, people are in these situations with high stress and high anxiety. They're not thinking through it and they're actually then implementing straight away rather than analyzing, formulating, or even forecasting. So what I'm saying is do the analysis, formulate the plan, 
even analyze the plan, forecast the outcome, implement every day, reflect on how it's going and what the secret to our work is that we monitor. We keep track of everything to see if it's going. Don't put in a plan, particularly at this stage, and let it run for a few days and then go, oh, it doesn't look right. And this could be in anything. This could be exercise. This could be sleep. This could be work, your business. And I'm happy to contact me and to share you with you how to, how to do this. We do a lot of this with our corporate clients to sit down, to be really focused on the analysis, to look at every option that's available before we actually go into formulating the, the plan and then forecasting. These are really important steps. All of them are important steps, but if you don't monitor and you don't reflect, there's gonna be sort of issues. Okay, some key things. Sleep, it's the number one, I believe. We need to get that right. Stress and anxiety affects our sleep. Over 20% of the population has sleep issues. You could be one of them. I'm here to help. And there's a lot of strategies that we could put in place with that. What we need, eight or nine hours. What we also need to do is start to relax. All I want you to do is relax an hour before you're going to go to bed. Switch off. Switch off your phone. Switch off any emails or anything like that. Try and calm your mind down and then get into bed. Set a time to go to sleep and a wake up time and try and keep them consistent. But what I want you to focus on is that hour before you go to sleep. It's very, very important. During sleep, I always say make sure the bedroom is nice and clean, nice and clear. It's dark and it's cool, about 18 degrees. So don't overheat. And they're the only things I want you to really focus on at the moment, those key things wind down an hour before some people contact me and they go well i can get to sleep but i'll wake up at three o'clock in the morning look if you do wake up get those thoughts out of your head even write them down on a piece of paper because you know what you tossing and turning thinking about them is not going to help it might be that you need to put some headphones in and listen to some relaxing music just to get you back off to sleep but what i'm going to say here those problems whatever they are get them out on paper they could be still there in the morning, but whatever it happens is you need a good night's sleep to prepare yourself to really get on top of them if they are real problems. It's funny, three o'clock in the morning, things look a lot worse than they actually are. And I'm sure we've all been there. Exercise, like I said, it's individualized for you. My program is not your program. If you're not exercising now, all I want you to do is move a bit more. And that might be just putting your shoes on, going out for a walk for a couple of minutes and coming, turning around and going back. Doesn't matter what it is, just be active. Problem with exercise is people start out too hard, too early. It needs to be a habit. It is enjoyable. It really is if you're doing what you want to do. If you like to walk, walk. If you like to run, run. If you like to cycle, cycle, do that. Make sure that the doctor has cleared you to exercise. If you've got any health issues, that's really important, that it's nice and safe for you. And again, if you need any help, just contact me. Diet, well, it's, it's really hard to know these days. There's so much information on diet and what to eat and, there's so much confusion out there. Again, it's about what works for you. What I will say is often we probably eat too much. 
that's in general, we eat too much, so we can start to reduce that. But think about that pretty simply. If we eat good foods, healthy foods, which are natural type foods, vegetables, fruits, uh, lean meats, all that sort of stuff, we're going to be okay. We all know the packaged food and that sort of stuff is not great for us. So think about that. Really limit your alcohol intake and your caffeine intake. Um, particularly in the evening, alcohol is not going to help you sleep. And so we've got to be aware of that. But again, that's, uh, that's one we can talk about at a later date if you need any help. The three R's that I've been really focusing on during this time, because don't waste this time. This time is not going to come again. It's an exciting time for me. Reflect on life, refocus and reset. I actually think the world needed to reset. And I think I know personally myself, I did as well. So what I'm doing is reflecting. That might take a time. That's like analyzing the situation getting a refocus and hitting the reset button. And I write here, repeat, because this could be on a daily basis that we're actually doing that. Remember what I said, live your life in tight day compartments. Don't spread it out too much. If you live day by day, you're going to be okay. Look, that's, that's an overview of, of how I think we can best cope through this situation. Like I said, you can contact me on all these. I'm very happy to take your email. There's a lot of areas that you can see me on social media or even my, my website. I've got a podcast. There's a lot of um, short podcasts, only a few minutes to listen to. And there's over 100 episodes of that. But really what I think is seek opportunities in every hurdle. And... Um, I think we'll, I'm sure we'll be okay, but please, I'm empathetic. It's a difficult time, but please know I'm here to help if I can. And if you think I can. All right. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your time and appreciate the opportunity. And thanks to all the, the SNAP people for, for viewing this. Hi, thanks for listening. And as always, if you want to get in contact with me, please do on any of my social media channels at Dr. Craig Duncan or direct to my email, drcraigduncan at gmail.com. Or you can even leave a message here and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Also, if you like the podcast, please subscribe and also share it uh, with your friends. I'd be really happy if you could do that. As always, have a fantastic day.